Hello and welcome to a new episode of Paradigm Shift, the podcast in which I challenge your thoughts in topics such as philosophy, ancient history, and spirituality. And in today's episode, I want to talk about a blind woman who gained sight during a near-death experience that she went through. So let's go ahead and do the intro. One of the most extraordinary things that people who have been through near-death experiences are blind people who have gained sight during that experience. And I'm talking about people who have been born blind and have been blind all their lives and yet they can recall seeing images and seeing things that at first they didn't really understand what they, what has what was happening. But as the experience went on and on, they were able to understand even more. And just to kind of put into perspective how blind people see, I was at a summer camp a long time ago and I was talking with a blind man who who was not born blind. He was able to see at the start and then he went through something that kind of like uh, got him to lose his sight. And he says that the best way to experience it or to understand what a blind man sees is not black. So if we close our eyes, we don't really see what a blind man sees. It's not the black that you see when you close your eyes. Instead, if you want to go through it, you just have to close one eye and you can do it right now actually. And you can see from one eye, but what you can try to focus on from the other eye, you can notice that it's not actually black, you just don't see. And this is how everyone explains it. Everyone who is blind, especially that person who talked to me personally about it, had told me how it feels like. So I just wanted to put into perspective how is it that blind people experience certain things and why it's such a big monumental thing that when this woman, her name is Vicky Noratuk, when she was born blind all her life, she doesn't know what sight is. She was completely blind from birth. And when she was 22 years old, she was in a car accident that nearly took her life away. In fact, she was pronounced officially dead for four minutes. So paramedics were trying to work on her. They weren't able to get her back. They got her to the hospital. She was dead in the hospital for exactly four minutes. And I think if we play her what she said, it would be better. So... I'll play that uh, clip of what her experience was, and then we'll come back. The next thing I recall, I was in Harborview Medical Center and looking down at everything that was happening. And it was frightening because I'm not accustomed to see things visually because I'd never had before. And initially it was pretty scary. And then... I finally recognized my wedding ring and my hair and I thought, is this my body down there and am I dead or what? They kept saying, we can't bring her back, we can't bring her back and they were trying to frantically work on this thing that I discovered was my body and I felt very detached from it. and sort of, so what? And I was thinking, you know, what, what are these people getting so upset about? Then I thought, I'm out of here. 
I can't get these people to listen to me. And as soon as I thought that, I went up through the ceiling as if it were nothing. And it was wonderful to be out there and be free, not worry about bumping into anything. And I knew where I was going. Wow, huh? This is, this is really like something. The first time I, I heard her talk about it, there is this profound, you know, respect to someone like that to come out and talk about it and to experience something like that. Like, I think people can only imagine what that feels like. But I want to go on and talk about what she has spoken after this clip. And there are several, she's done a lot of interviews. She's been on the radio. She's been on TV. There's a lot of stuff. However, one of the experiences that she talks about is basically after she left her body and she says that she went at this incredible speed that she can't really explain or even understand the, the amount of speed that her soul, if you want to call it, has, was going through, leaving the, the place she was in and reaching another place. And she says that the moment I reached, it was I was supposed to go there. Basically, it's like she knew where she was headed and it didn't seem strange to her to go there. And this is very common with other people as well who experience near-death experiences where they, there's a sense of knowing what you are going through and accepting it and knowing where you are going. It's kind of like a lot of people refer to it as coming back home. Now, she didn't say that specifically in words, but she does say a lot that I was going where I was supposed to go. And she says that when she got there, there was, everything was made of light. Everything was white, made of light. There were people around, not too many people, but she was able to spot other beings. And she knew they were people, humans. And she knew that they were people that she recognized from a long time ago. So they were also made of light and they didn't communicate with each other. They just... She refers to it as telepathy, so she was kind of able to understand what they were telling her, and she was communicated, communicating with them, but not through uh, words. And she said something that was so interesting to me, like she said it in, in a very, very poetic way. She said that she met, she saw her two grandparents who had already passed away, and she also saw two of the girls that she used to go to school with when she was a kid. They were going to blind schools. And two girls had died eventually. While she was growing up, they couldn't make it, so they passed away. And she said that she saw them, and she recognized them both by name and everything. And when she was asked, at what age did you see them? Because obviously, you knew them when they were children, right? So did you see them as children, or did you see them as grown-ups? And she said, I didn't actually see them in any form or body, but what I knew I was looking at was them with the best of each age that they've been to. I'll say that again. The best of each age they've been to. This is so amazing because she was able to look at the human life outside of time, which is something that I've talked about several times before in the podcast regarding looking at the world from a fifth dimensional world. Because as you know, the fourth dimension is time. And when you experience the world from a fifth dimensional state, you are able to see an entire life and only realize that this is the whole, you know, the whole life 
going through in one moment. So, you, so she was looking at a being in front of her, at a human soul, but she wasn't related to a specific moment of time. She just saw them existing throughout their life. And the way she said it as the best of each age really like struck me really amazing. So she said that she was sitting there for quite a while, didn't feel like four minutes, of course, because it didn't feel like time that she was going through it, it it was a different experience that she did unlike what we kind of you know try to understand or make sense of and she says that she was she felt like she can bring forth any sort of knowledge or information when she was in that place that anything she thought of any questions she had any emotion that other people have been through when she's talked about her grandparents for example or or these kids as well she was able to empathize with them and 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 feel all their emotions at the when whenever she needed it she said that she was told or she recognized or she knew from asking those questions in her head that it's not her time yet so she's not able to stay at that place This is a, also exactly the same as so many other people. We're talking millions of people who have been through NDEs and they talk about how they felt that that is home. This is their place. However, it's not the right time. And she was told that she has to go back for two reasons. One, because she has to give birth to her children. She says, give birth to her children as if they were already there. Not that she will end up having children, but the way that that knowledge came to her was she says, I have to give birth to my children. They were already her children. And the second is that she's going to go through something very difficult, almost unforgivable, and she has to learn how to teach forgiveness in that difficult time. Of course, at the time, she didn't really understand what was happening, And she didn't know what that was referring to, she, she, especially the forgiveness part, more than the having children. And then she goes on to say that now, many decades later, she already has three kids. She's married. She's very happy with her life. However, she did go through a moment where she was exposed to something horrific, horrendous, unforgivable, as she was told. And she was attacked by someone And he was trying to rape her. And she said that, obviously, at the time, she, at the moment that she was being attacked, she feared her, her, for her life and she, her, all her survival skills kicked into gear. And she was talking about how, what, what, what she would do at the time. And she says that this voice came to her, or she kind of remembered that this is the moment that that experience was preparing her for. And she said that, At that moment, I realized that this is the forgiving moment, the forgiveness part that I have to do. And she just blurted out while she was being attacked and she was choked. She was being choked at the time. She just said, God, please forgive this man because he is unaware of what he's doing. And I forgive him as well. So she, she just said that the, the, those words came out of her. She doesn't even know why. She just felt this incredible need to say those words. And at the time, that man completely stopped and he was like, what are you doing? Why aren't you fighting me? Why aren't you making this easier for me you know, so that I can kill you? And she looked at him and said, you are doing something horrendous to me and I hate you for it, but I forgive you and I accept you as a human being and she said that 
At that time, he went completely broke, broken up, and he was he was weeping and crying, and he said that, like he he immediately realized what he was doing, and he kind of like let her go and ran away. I don't know if that person she knew him personally before or not, but it is a very interesting way of looking at things that a lot of people who experience NDE stop fearing death. And instead, they understand that there's a purpose and mission and something that they have to to learn. And I think this comes from that overwhelming sense of of unconditional love that they go through once they reach that place, wherever they reach it. Because so many people talk about it and so many people say, and this is the quote that another NDE person went through, and he says, I remember having this sense of love like I've never experienced it before. And I don't know a single person, whether I know them personally or I've read about them online, who have not been through NDE and came back a totally different person. They came back not fearing death anymore. They came back not fearing the afterlife anymore. And they came back with this sense of purpose and mission that eluded them all their lives. And it's sort of like they see what they went through that near-death thing, even if it was through an accident or something bad or whatever, they see it as a a, a blessed, you know, an experience, a blessed experience in which they were able to change their life and alter everything that they are going through right now. So on that note, I'm going to end the topic. Hopefully you learned something from this and you go out and research this topic, talk to people who have been through this, see what they know, learn from them. And as always, thank you for listening. If you are on my YouTube channel, please go ahead, like, share, and subscribe, and comment below so that I can have a discussion with you. And I'll see you next time.